Welcome to Boardwalk Sports Talk, the podcast by the Jersey sports fan for the Jersey sports fan. Because in New Jersey, we know you don't like us. And guess what? We don't like you either. Well, hello there and welcome to episode 56 of Boardwalk Sports Talk. I'm Brian Kinkowski along with my good friend and colleague, Carl Freemeyer. It's a great day to be Jersey. It is a great Sunday to be Jersey. If you are a Giants fan, you're happy right now. If you're a Jets fan, you're happy. If you're an Eagles fan, you're happy. Everyone's happy. It's a good Sunday. Victory Sunday's all around. Um, yesterday, not not so much. Carl, uh, how how would you uh, how would you say you're feeling right now after yesterday? Yeah, well, the Jets and Giants, hundred percent, going to the Super Bowl. Going to play each other. Uh, and it's going to be a 50 to 49 affair. And yeah, after, I mean, it's amazing how uplifting a win is on a Sunday, right? Especially when two, when you have two teams in a town like New York, or um, I guess LA to some extent would be like this too, but you have two teams in a town, they both win. Now everybody's happy. But yeah, yesterday, um, I got to be honest, yesterday, I, I didn't go into that game highly engaged to begin with because it was Ohio state and I've kind of coped my coping mechanism with Rutgers when we play Ohio state, Wisconsin, Michigan. uh, And to some extent, depending on how good they are, Penn state is just to kind of like numb myself out and try not to get too worked up about the, about the result. So in order to do that effectively yesterday, I, I put on, which my co-host Brian, the esteemed Brian and his wife attended, an Oktoberfest, yeah. Mm, sprechen Sie Deutsch? The Schwein, yeah. So I had, we had that at the house, and um, we were celebrating Oktoberfest with a roasted pig and beers and all sorts of fun stuff. So I, yesterday, was partially engaged for the whole affair. With When I say the game, when I say the affair, I mean the game. Mostly I was drinking and eating. And actually this morning I woke up. The first this is the first time I've ever had this happen. And maybe this is just being an adult. Had a lot of beer, but a manageable, a manageable amount, like an, an adult amount, right? But I had even more pig. And I woke up this morning with a food hangover. I was like sick. I, I, I can't even think about pork right now. I had way too much. It was delicious. Don't get me wrong. It's freaking awesome. But I like I ate way too much. Yeah, yeah. As a as an everything gives you heartburn. Like Prilosec, it becomes your best friend. And you know, like it's actually funny. Before I even went to your house yesterday, I was like, um, let's. I told my wife, I was like, let's take some Prilosec. Like we need, we need, we need to take some Prilosec. So pop one of those. So I actually felt okay. Like if I take a Prilosec, I'm usually good. <laughs> this is just, I can't even believe we're talking about this right now. We used to just do whatever we wanted in the, in the basement of our fraternity at Rutgers, playing beer pong, eating, whatever, God knows what, nothing mattered. Now we're just, we have like four beers and like a, a cheese dip and like, it's, you know, you gotta like take a three days to recover. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I mean, I woke up at three 30 and I had like a cold sweat, uh, and it was 100% the pork. Uh, and now, granted, by the end of the night, I, along with three of the other attendees, were just standing around the table, like, 
hacking off pieces of the of this pig and and the roasted skin and just eating it so i mean i 100 i was eating like a viking heathen so i 100 deserved it but yeah this is the first time i've ever had a proper food hangover and i gotta say i gotta say it's not great i, I think i prefer the liquid hangover to be honest yeah so all right well since you were busy entertaining uh, your guests yesterday i was a little bit more tuned into the game so uh i'll basically tell you um the two reasons we lost uh, one was uh, the refs, obviously just absolutely terrible, um, terrible in every way. Uh, and the other is um, apparently uh, Ross decided to make an appearance on our sideline dressed as Greg Schiano and called an onside kick after we uh, had taken, after Ohio State had given us the lead. Um, so we had, a, we had them, you know, right on the ropes. They were, they were, they were gasping for air. You know, Rutgers up seven nothing in in the shoe, and we have them. You know, basically in a chokehold, then we let them off the hook. So that was pretty much it. That was pretty much the, the I would say like my, up, my deep up, analysis. Up seven nothing with eleven minutes to go in the first quarter. That game is basically over. Like we've won it right. at that point. Right. 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 Yeah. And we let them get momentum again. Yeah, totally, totally with you on that one. I yeah. did see I did see the play where the Ohio State player caught the football, advanced it upfield, and then fumbled along the sideline and clearly fumbled it into the end zone for a touchback. That Correct. was as clear that... a touchback as – it's a situation. We always talk about this. We're Rutgers – Nobody cares. Like we're pathetic losers that don't deserve to live to quote Gordon Bombay. Right. And, <laughs> yep. The refs don't care. They do not care about us. Like they will, if there's any doubt, it's going to go against us. Right. Right. So, right. Like if we kick, so we go up seven, nothing in the shoe, like no big deal. Like I, I didn't take a picture of it and save it on my phone or anything that Rutgers is beating Ohio state. Like, you know, so we go up seven, nothing and we kick off after that seven, nothing lead. Like we easily, I think we coast to a victory, and then the icing on the cake, just you know that that play, like you know that that should have been a touchback, and then who, who knows what happened? It's a completely different game. You can't even, you really honestly can't judge this game based on because like it just wasn't fair. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, it, we we had we had all the momentum, and you know that's it, <laughs> folks. This is why you come to this podcast. You come to this podcast for the hot hitting objective view, and I think it's safe to say that Brian's right. If we get some calls yesterday and we don't do the onside kick, we probably win the game. I'm going to say 17 to 15. I assume Ohio State would have gotten some offense. Let's say they kick five field goals, okay? Five field goals. We score an extra touchdown because, you know, the whole complexion of the game changed after after some of these calls, right? So we kick we, – we score another touchdown. They kick five field goals. We win 17-15. Correct. Book him, Correct. book him, Dano. And I don't think there's really anything more to be said about that. I think yep. that's pretty, so, pretty much it. On, on to Nebraska. Uh, no, yes. um, no, no. So I will say, like, seriousness, I didn't love the onside kick call there, um, but I, I get it. Like, I totally get what Shiano's going. Like, he knows he has to pull out all the stops. And, like, 7 nothing is nothing. You know what I mean? Like, like even 14 nothing's really nothing. But I think he's just kind of thinking, like, they gave us they gave I'm sure he was always planning on doing that surprise onside kick at some point it was just a matter of when and I guess he probably just thought like they just gave us seven points maybe they'll be sleeping and we can get up 14 and then like you know like 
you get a two touchdown lead, it's going to take them a little while to get back from that. And then, you know, maybe it's a close game at half and like, we'll see what happens. I actually respect the move, even though like, I, and that was actually funny. Like I had my own, I kind of like went through the motions in my own brain. Like I was like trying to talk to myself about like the whole thing. And I was like, why didn't he wait until like a little bit later? Like, I just didn't like the timing of it after they'd given us seven points, like kick it deep and like make them go all the way down the field. But then I was like, there's like a decent chance we won't get another touchdown. So like the next time he would get a chance to do it would be like halftime. And like, do you do that coming out of halftime? So, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I get it. Like, I totally get it. Um, and it's something we've called for on this podcast. It's like, let's be a little bit more like, like we said, like, let's make it fun. Let's, you know, that game we went to Ohio, you know, Ohio State a couple of seasons ago, we're throwing to Ray, you know, Raekwon O'Neal and like, you know, so I think the coaching staff, they knew that they needed to do those kinds of things. And I'm not going to like get on them for, for it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's, they knew we needed to do that to win. And they at least tried. It wasn't like vanilla, like conservative bullcrap, you know? I agree. And you know what? Just to show some fight and to stick, to show that team that we deserve to be on the same field as them, that is, you know, a development. And on that, on that front, I think we did show out like, the onside kick was a play that you, you you do when you've stunned somebody and you're trying to like land another haymaker, right? So we were trying to do that. Um, and we're at parity, but we had stunned them a little bit because that was a good touchdown that we had, that first touchdown throw. Despite yep. the fact that we had, what, four quarterbacks on the first six plays, which I still – I yeah. can't understand it. I don't understand what's going on. I, I don't – Federal went and came in for one play. I, I just I just don't understand that, but let's not get into that. I don't it, I, Yeah. It's, it's clearly not going to – we're not going to understand that. It's just like no. mad scientist stuff that, yeah, doesn't make any sense. But uh, I, I equally loved Aaron Crookshank crushing the punter yes. out of bounds. yes. And then, uh, and then Shiano getting in Ryan Day's face with the Pauly Walnuts double point, you know, like basically, a, a, you know, fucking kill you. Uh, like that's pretty much what he said. Um, it just, it just to me felt like at least we deserve to be on the same field, and we weren't going to let them pull some some of that BS on us at the end of the game, which I appreciated because. For so long, we have just been the absolute punching bag of these teams, the punching bag. And to at least fight back when they're when they're doing like underhanded, dirty stuff, that to me is great. And Crookshank came out of freaking like you didn't even see him on the screen. He came out of nowhere. Like a bat out of hell. Yeah, like yeah, a bat out of hell. Made his, love, made his body a project a projectile. <laughs> he's and, literally just not in the screen, and all of a sudden he's just the punter's chin strap it was incredible like i tweeted this after the it was either after the game or during the game or something and i said i said the only issue i have with crookshank's hit is that it wasn't uh harder and later and higher <laughs> like <laughs> i loved it um yeah like enough's enough i don't care and I, I don't care if day called it i don't care if the punter just had a read and took it like okay like that's like either way that punter either got pasted in the mouth because of Ryan Day or because of himself. I'm fine with it either way. Uh, and you know what? Like, like it, I don't even blame them. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, if, like the punter probably honestly didn't even think of it. Like, he, I, I, he probably was just trained, like, hey, if you have this read, take it. And he saw it and was like, I have it. I'm going to go. And, like, I, so I don't even, like, really think it was, like, maliciously done. If, if Ryan Day called it, it was, it was a little bit more malicious. But I really think the punter just took the read. And 
I I just I really don't have a problem with it. Like I think like it was probably just something that happened and then like but I also don't have a problem with Crookshank like absolutely destroying him. You know what I mean? Like so Yeah, yeah. It's and, it's and one I, of those things it's one of those things where I don't have a problem with it either. Like Right, right. I don't have a problem with the fact that they did. I also don't have a problem with the fact that Crookshank tried to make his body into a lethal weapon and basically, you know, split that punter in half. <laughs> I also say- didn't have a problem, like, on a similar note. I know this is contentious. I didn't have a problem with Will Smith smacking the shit out of Chris Rock. Like, yeah, it's Chris Rock's... Chris Rock has a right to say whatever he wants to say. You want to say something about a man's wife? You can say it. Go ahead. Say whatever you want. Say whatever mean-spirited thing you want to say. But guess what? Guess what happens? <laughs> like, I don't You're think it was that crazy. I don't think it was that crazy, especially somebody as rich as him. But anyway, uh, like, who cares? Who cares what what the recourse is, the repercussions are? Why does he? Why does he care? You know. So, um, anyway, that's that. that I, in those situations, both people can be right. It's it's possible. Right. It doesn't have to be right. like all or nothing. Yeah, and yeah, so and I don't even you know Ryan Dang, Greg Chan, obviously both coming to their players' defenses and stuff like that's gonna happen. It seems like they squashed it, you know, at midfield after the game. I think, you know, someone said that Day said to Shiano like he, you know, that he didn't call it and he apologized for it and you know whatever. It it is what it is. I I I, I just yeah I don't even know what to say about it anymore. Like it's it's. I mean, I'm, I'm just so having the t- games over. Games over. Yeah. Uh, we didn't know. I'm, so, t- I'm so tired injuries. of losing Ohio State. We didn't give up 50, which is, you know, from a vantage, sort of a visual perspective is nice. And I don't think they embarrassed us, really. They were definitely better, which they always are. They're a machine. But they, it wasn't embarrassing. So now we move on to Nebraska, which is probably the biggest game of the season uh, post-Iowa. Iowa will have been the biggest game of the season, biggest opportunity that we had. But now it's Nebraska, right? So. We got to win it. Like, that's it. Got to win the game. Yep. Before we've completely put a bow on um, Ohio State, can we just have a quick talk about your um, your friend Zach, who is uh, uh, the most annoying Penn State person I think I've ever met at the uh, – yes. at the uh, just, like, just like saying things like, oh, you, you guys don't think you have a chance, right? Like, no, dude, we don't think we have a chance. But are we allowed to watch our team? Play? Like, like, oh, my God. So, and just so, like asking the, go ahead. Yeah, that is a quintessential Penn State guy. I mean, like it, it, he's just the only Penn State person that I'm friends with. But yeah, like that is how they act. Like he is like to a T, the prototypical Penn Stater. <laughs> like, like so cool. You guys beat Northwestern by ten. Sick. Like, like you like wanted to watch like uh, put on the Penn State Northwestern game. No, dude, you're in New Jersey. You want to go watch Penn State Northwestern? Go drive across the border. Yeah, and that was Rutgers, I, Rutgers is on. It was great too. Like we, you know, the little sort of banter we had back and forth. At one point in the game, uh, I think we had just given up another touchdown. It was twenty-one to seven, and you rightly pointed out that we had the game won seven nothing in the first Correct. with eleven minutes to go. And I said, "Yeah, we had the game. We are up seven nothing. We were maintaining institutional control." I looked directly at Zach, and of course, Zach looks back at me, no clue what i'm talking about <laughs> the, you know, he, said, he just look he's just like he's just like looking down on us so like i could feel like the the pity like oozing out of him like all these like pathetic Rutgers fans and i'm just like oh my god dude like 
I just want to say so much right now. And I'm just trying not to, cause it's not the place. Cause it's, you know, I don't want to like cause a huge, like uncomfortable argument at your, at your, at your thing. You know what I mean? But I, like, it's just sure. so hard to just be like, like, I'd rather suck at football forever. Like, like I'd rather suck at football forever than be associated with your, with what you're associated with for the rest of your life. Like, you know what I mean? Well, this is, this has been a real strain. This has been a real strain for our relationship. I mean, I've known him for, one of my best friends, you know, he's my, one of my oldest friends. And we, when we, when we set off to go to school, we never knew this was going to be this, like, no, yeah. War that was going to exist. We just assumed like, yeah, you're going to Pennsylvania. I'm going to New Jersey. Like I didn't even think about it that way. Right. And in fact, right. I don't think the animosity even existed when we were undergrads. I think this, this started during the Sandusky. Yeah, hundred percent. No, we we dude, we went to Penn State. I don't even know if we told some of the stories, which we should, if we haven't. Like the, like our we went to Penn State twice before all the Sandusky stuff, and like we my cousin went there. We had a blast. Like some of the awesome. most fun yeah. trips. Some and we visited Zach too. Like I love Zach. Zach's an awesome dude. Like we went there. We had some of the most fun we've ever had in our lives. Like I I remember I had a Penn State shirt. Like I was I had so much fun at Penn State. I bought like a Penn State T shirt because like we I traded. Yeah, I traded one of the Fightal guys. Yeah, I traded one of the Fightal guys my Fightal Rutgers shirt for his Fightal Penn State. We like both liked it. We're like, this is cool at the time, right. you know. Rutgers is in the Big East. Penn State's in the Big Ten. We never play each other. It's like whatever, you know. And then, like, right, fast forward, like a lot of terrible things go down. We feel a certain way about it, and like, yeah, it's like, like you said, it's strained your relationship with him. It's strained at times my relationship with my cousin. And I, and I told you this the other day. I have basically an agreement with my cousin for the most part, where it's just, like, she just knows not to talk about Penn State football around me, because it's, like, it's just not going to go well. Like, I, I don't want to make this uncomfortable for everyone, but I, I will go there. Like, if you're going to, like, at the at the very least, she knows don't come at Rutgers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if, if you want to be, like, oh, Penn State won today, it's, like, okay, cool, I'll let you have that. I'm not going to say it. But, like, if you start coming at me, like, it's going to get ugly quick. And we've had to have that argument a couple times to just like, I think she just knows now, like, let's just, and like me too. Like, I know not to bring it, like, I don't bring it up. Like, it's just, and I don't know if it's, the same, I don't know if it's, if it's the same with you and Zach, but it's like, I feel like there needs to be like a rule, like, or some kind of like, like, I don't know, like some kind of like system in place where like Penn state fans, like within like a minute or two of like talking this, like an, another fan, like that fan gets to decide, like, all right, like, talking about Penn State football without all the other stuff or am I not you know what I mean and like they get to like opt like if they opt not it's like okay then you don't get to you don't get to talk Penn State with me like because otherwise it's it's all coming up you know what I mean right yeah yeah it's uh you know Zach enjoys the torment that he can bring on me with it. Like you saw him yesterday. No, he was we, in rare form. He was, he when, was, listen, like I said, I like him, but I want to, I, I was just like, you are insufferable right now. And like, I was, when we gave up that so touchdown, hard. when we gave a touchdown on fourth down, he like turned to me. He's like, Carl, did you see that? And I wasn't paying attention. I was talking to one of my guests and I was like, no. And I looked at the television. It was the Ohio state guys in the end zone. I'm like, dude, are you sick? Like, what's wrong with you? Like why would yeah. you want, why would you want me to see that? Yeah, yeah and also like uh, it'd be better for you if we beat them. Like why like say you're just enjoying this. Like I don't, I don't I will never enjoy New Jersey understand New Jersey people who like left to go to like I just hate Rutgers. I just don't get it. I just do lifelong, not get it. Lifelong lifelong New Jerseyans. 
the lifelong yeah. New Jersey. I mean, like, the, truth- the state university, you just cannot get behind. Like, I just don't get it. Like, some of my best friends went to Syracuse, too. Like, I argue with them all the time. They're always talking crap. Like, they're 5-0 and right now. Congratulations. Your first time being 5-0, and I think, like, in the last 20 years. Um, but, yeah, no, I just don't. I'll never understand it. I just don't get it. Yeah, I won't. I don't get it either. I really don't. I think it's partially – you know what? Let's not even dissect it. It's who knows. It's just irreconcilable differences. That's what it we is. Should, honestly, we should honestly, we should, you know, dude, I should, I should get one of my friends. Like, I'll see if like Gary or one of my Syracuse friends wants to come on and like explain like Gary, Gary would be better. Gary would be a good one. Cause Gary. So I actually good. like your buddies though. Like I, I, that their banter amuses me and it's kind of funny. Now, granted, I'm not as close to him as you are. So it's probably way more annoying for you, but like Gary and your buddy, Brian, like that to me is not the same. It's not the same. Like it's also not well. It's not because they went. They, they're Syracuse people. Syracuse then you know exactly like exactly. abuse children and then cover it up and then start chanting "We are Syracuse" for the next in everyone's face. So yeah, no, it's definitely different. But no, I would just be more interested to get in Gary's brain. Like, why have you always hated? But I think it's because of his dad. His dad's always hated Rutgers. So he, he I know that's kind of where it comes from. Um, because his dad went to Syracuse too, and Rutgers was just like really bad at the time. Once you know, in the, in the early days of the Big East and all that so i think that's where it comes from but yeah i mean every every person's different obviously like every not everyone's wired the way we are right to, to pull from um, dear old ruckers yeah so anyway yeah. nebraska biggest game of the season uh yes. let's let's do it i mean blackout we're going to be sporting the, the the boardwalk sports talk uh Boardwalk Sports Talk All Blacks. Mm. More more important than the game, even for me, is is the Barstool College Football Game Day. Barstool College Football Show is coming to Rutgers. Uh, I believe it's going to be at five thirty in the um, right. Basically, like it's called the Athletes Glen. It's like kind of where the Scarlet Walk is, like kind of by the the north entrance to the stadium there, where all the hubbub is. What we need, we need our students to show out for that. Like they need to like go and be like crazy and just show how fun of a place Rutgers the rest of the country. Because I think Barstool is like a really great platform for like, you know, not only like people our age, but like, you know, people in college and stuff. And I just really like, we get a lot of crap, but it would be really cool to show. Like they just went to Neyland Stadium. Uh, they they were at the Neil at the uh, Vols Gators game last week, so basically like they do one week on the road and then they do one week in studio. So like two weeks ago they did the Neyland Stadium game, then they were in studio. Now they're coming to us, and you know they're and uh, two weeks before Neyland they did Iowa, and they've been just raving about like how great those those you know student sections were and how great those schools were, and then like one of the guys on the show Big Cat was like joking like yeah, so like should we just pencil Rutgers in for third now? And it's like dude. Like, and I know he's just kidding. Like, my whole point is people like to talk shit about Rutgers. It would be really awesome to show out and show up for a game, you know, that, A, we have a great chance to win, right? And it would be great for the, for the program to, to beat Nebraska while they're down and, and everything that comes with that. But also just to show what an awesome, fun school Rutgers is. Um, and, you know, our, our student section has been awesome this year. They've been awesome at the basketball game. So I really don't have much of a doubt they're going to show out. But I just wanted to kind of bring all that up as well. Yeah, it's a great point. And I do think pulse of the pulse of the people, pulse of the fan base, pulse of the campus, everyone knows it's a big deal. Um, we're we're actually gonna be previewing the the Rutgers men's basketball season with a very prominent member of the team, and that will be released next week. So that we'll have that 
Rutgers basketball preview next week. Really pumped about that. But this this gent was telling me how excited he is, the whole the whole basketball team is, and also just the whole campus is about Barstool coming on to campus for Friday night's game. So you know it's a big deal amongst the student the student body. Um, and you know what? Like Barstool is an admirable like approach. They have an admirable approach to sport. It's to me the new media. They are the new media, and they are killing those the old guys like because the the way that that the old media properties are doing sports it's antiquated it's shallow it doesn't bring you know having talking heads on that profess to know everything about the sport no one wants that no one cares about that like we're all just guessing we're all just going into these games hoping for the best hoping for dear old state to win you know we apply like what we we consider to be a gut check from our own like recent history and bias and memory and we just we just want to enjoy the product barstool that's what barstool does best like they they bring home all of like the primal elements of the game and they inject humor and it's and and they don't pretend to be like these these experts you know they don't have like christian ponder breaking down the the quarterback in the pocket and how he found his open receiver after running you know uh uh, you know, audibly at the line, and the guy ran a, an audible the wide receiver optioned into a crossing pattern. No, no, it's just like let's talk about what we're seeing. Let's talk about what's evident, and obvious. Let's make, let's let's inject some humor. Let's inject culture. Let's 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 bring this thing into the 21st century. So I I, I like I love barstool. I mean, gosh, if we could be half as good as them, but with our own New Jersey localized flair, I, that's something for us to shoot for. And we, and we try to, that's why we say like, we're, it's, this is New Jersey sports by the New Jersey fan. So for the New Jersey fan by the fan, but anyway, that was a little diatribe, but they are the new media. And I agree. We need to show up for them hundred percent. Yeah. They, they've basically, uh, I feel like they've basically stolen ESPN's entire demographic, like over the last like 10 years, like ESPN was like, like, you know, top of the mountain you know when it comes to sports and now like most people i feel like that i at least speak to my you know my age i would i watch i literally watch the barstool college football show that is coming to um piscataway on friday i watch them over college game day on espn like i like i really yeah because college game day without like all the glitz and glamour the actual underlying content is not good and the presentation is not that interesting either um, they're trying now to kind of refresh it. I don't know if you watch college game day this Saturday, but they had on like uh, NBA guy, you know, they, they bring on like younger people right. from different sport and music and actors and things like that to inject some in- intrigue into it. But like, yeah, I mean, how much more can I see? And granted, I'm not saying Lee Corso isn't a, uh, he is a gem and he is a, a treasure, but I just don't care what Lee Corso has to say at this point about college football. Right. I just don't care. Right. I, I don't care what Colin Coward has to say. I don't care. Like the guy's been wrong so many times. And, and by the way, what, what, what qualifies him anyway? <laughs> like Colin Coward does not know anything about this game that I care to hear. I'd rather hear something funny or witty or, you know, uh, right. rooted yeah. in, in pop culture from a bar stool, a bar stool guy like Big Cat, who's you know, dude, he's out there, like 
tailgating for Bills games without his shirt on, you know, like literally giving himself frostbite, eating donuts yeah. and like chugging beers. It's like, this is America right here. I don't want, like, this is what I want. This is what I want to see. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, ESPN's law, ESPN is definitely, you're right, losing their grip on it. There's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you think about the game itself? Um, predictions, any thoughts? Like it is, I think I, I saw the spread. I've heard anywhere between where like three point underdogs to it's a pick em or somewhere in that range. Um, so I, I, I don't really know what to make of it. I mean, it's kind of upsetting that we're underdogs considering like struggling. Nebraska, yeah. Everyone, everyone agrees. Yeah, everyone agrees you know, universally is the worst Nebraska team ever. And it's like, we're going to be fighting in, a, in like a battle to in the a death. dog fight, yeah. A dog, dog fight. fight. It's like, I think everybody kind of admits that, right? It's like, this is going to yeah. be a dog fight. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be probably a tooth extraction for some of the game. I just hope we can, we can take a lead early and, and kind of mm-hmm. – Get I, the I don't crowd be, into it. Yeah, I don't want to be down to these guys. Like that's the last thing we need is to be down like fourteen yeah. nothing or fourteen seven or fourteen three. Like, I think ugh. if we had a similar approach that we did to Iowa, just limit the turnover. Like I think they were like if it wasn't for those turnovers, it's a close game. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. So I, I'd like to see something like that. Like there's a little bit of creativity. I feel like against Ohio, eh, maybe not. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think 24, 24, 21 is, is the number that keeps kind of swirling in my head. I don't think we can score more than 24 points. I really don't. Yeah. Not against a D1 FBS team. And uh, I don't think that we're going to be like completely shutting their offense down either. Um, because I don't, I don't know that the, the environment is going to be that hostile. I think it'll be yeah. loud, but I don't think it's going to be that hostile. I mean, these guys yeah. will, will be used to it, and they're going to score. Uh, at least Adrian Martinez isn't still in Nebraska. That guy killed us for so long. I'm just happy he's gone. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he played for a million years. But yeah, I mean, he, he, was, anyway. he, was, he was like kind of a, a wild card. He was flashy and made great throws and was a phenomenal athlete, but also threw a lot of picks, had a lot of fumbles. Last year when we played, or sorry, two years ago, we played Nebraska. We lost 28 to 21. Remember when, when we got them, there was that weird COVID season. And then at the end of the season, you played the team in your tier to determine who was like the best team in your tier. Yeah. So we had like that open date and we, and our, our open date got filled with Nebraska and we played right. and we were winning for a lot of the game, but then we lost 28, 21. So that's the last time we played them. Uh, and it was a close yeah. game. We could have beaten them then. What is our uh, what is our series history versus Nebraska? Let me look it up real quick. So I don't think um, we've ever I don't think we've ever beaten them. Well, another an one o- of those. That's an offer. I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, Winsipedia. Give me Winsipedia. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yep, they're five and zero against us. God, I'm so tired of this. Can we please please put an end to this? I'm just I'm so tired. Yeah. So. The, the largest margin of victory, they beat us 28 to nothing. I'm not sure what year that was. Um, but, yeah, they're 5-0 and against us. The only – and they, they actually have, like, a breakdown of, like, each school's, like, all-time record. Like, which school has a better all-time record? National championships, conference championship, bowl games, wins all-time, consensus All-Americans, bowl record, Heisman winners, NFL draft picks, first-round draft picks, 
weeks in the AP poll, weeks at number one. So they have all these stats. The only one we have, a, and this is actually pretty common with a lot of the Big Ten Blue Bloods, um, the only category we're winning is bowl, all-time bowl record. Our bowl record is uh, – our winning percentage in bowl games is 545, and theirs is 491. So get some, baby. Yeah. It's and also, guess what? guess what? We also won the first college football game, and we had the – College Football Hall of Fame in Piscataway in a non-existent building in a, in a nondescript uh, academic building for four years. So come get some, Nebraska. Come get some, baby. Yeah, and they're also <laughs> playing in the Rose Bowl, and we're playing in the St. Petersburg Bowl. So uh, take that for what it's worth. Uh, but we do have better corn than them. Uh, ask Iowa. Iowa knows. We've, Iowa found all about our corn. So uh, I'm sure Nebraska fans will follow suit. But, yeah, I don't have any, anything else. Um, on this, you you got anything? I think that's it, folks. Yeah, like let's uh, let's just get out there and give them hell, right? Let's get out there for the uh, bar stool event. Let's get out there in the stadium. Let's yell stuff at the field. Let's. Well, this will be a big one. We need to rejuvenate the fan base going into our bye week, and uh, then at four and two, a lot of stuff is possible. At three and three, I think we're kind of a deflated balloon. But at four and two, yeah. anything's possible. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, it'll be a good atmosphere. And um, to all you Mets fans out there, uh, it's going to be okay, right? Just just go find a pillow, hug it. You know, you're still going to make the playoffs. It's going to be fine. You know, nothing is like... Very, very manageable path for you. You're going to get a nice wild card position. You'll play the Dodgers in the first round. It'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> Can't be freaking out out here. <laughs> I, I actually posted that uh, that gif or whatever of like when we took the lead against Ohio State, we were up seven nothing, and I just posted Rutgers fans right now, and it was just Will Ferrell hitting the chair against the lockers, like can't everybody freaking out out there? We've got to keep our composure. Like that was just our sideline right now. Like don't don't everyone don't move. This is not a drill. Like oh god. All right. Well, hopefully uh, we'll get a seven point lead against Nebraska, and we'll hold on to it for the rest of the game, and they will go home crying. From your lips to God's ears. And the guys next week, basketball preview. So get the word out. All righty. Peace, Jersey. Peace.